Welcome back to Ordinal Revolution. My name is Shizzy. On this channel, we talk about the entire Ordinal ecosystem. What's up, guys? We have a great show for you guys today. We have Knox. He's in the, the base community. He's all over Twitter. If you don't know who he is, you're, you're not. You're not on X. You're not on. You're, you're just not keeping up. So this guy, he's uh, what they're doing over there is absolutely amazing. Uh, they, they had some issues in the beginning. We're going to dig into all that stuff and where the project is and where it's going. We have a, like a really, really great guest. So um, without further ado, let me bring in my partner, as always, Mr. Agobi. What's up, buddy? What is up? What is up? What's up, man? So today we have Knox, right? Yep, yep, yep. So um, I'm uh, really excited to get into and everything with him. What, what, what do you know about him so far? Yeah, um, as early as I can remember in the spaces I've seen Knox, uh, he, he's always, uh, you know, contributed to the spaces that I've been a part of um brings a great perspective of kind of like you know community and and just like you know uh perspectives on the ordinal space and kind of you know where we are there might be some issues and stuff he always brings insight into it so i always looked at him as like a, a smart dude that ha has experience obviously in web3 and i love when he joins our spaces man because it's just like I, I can't wait to you know hear what he has to say so Really yeah. want to pick his brain, get to know him a little bit better today, and and hear about his backstory. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, you know, he it's it's awesome when he's actually going to show his face, which is awesome. Like we we love we love talking to people, but it's 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 harder when they uh, hide behind a PFP. So I mean, it's <laughs> they're they're always the best conversations, right? So it should be yeah. a really exciting one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So without further ado, let's bring him in. The man, the myth, the legend, Knox. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey guys, up, how you doing? Good, good. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining um, us. For sure. So let's let's get right into it, dude. Let's let's let's. So obviously on 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 this channel, if anyone ever watched it, we do kind of do the same thing. But um, we like really like to get to get to know the person. Like we love projects, we love digging into projects. We're gonna find out all about your project. But if you kind of give us your backstory, maybe before crypto. Yeah. So um, I have I actually still work in the music industry. I started out uh, I don't know about 2018, 2019, working for a family business. Um, and, you know, COVID hit, things slowed down quite a bit, got super into the GameStop saga. Um, <laughs> that was, uh, you know, to the moon, let's go. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, they started getting into the whole crypto thing. Um, so I was like, well, I'm invested in this company. Maybe I should understand what's going on in the crypto world. Um, henceforth, NFTs, <laughs> getting big into that. So I was like one of those people that was actually onboarded by NFTs rather than crypto itself. Um, totally fell in love with the space. I've, you know, I, my history is like a diehard gamer, um, but a huge collector. So I just totally vibe with the whole generative collection kind of thing. Um, finding the ones that I really, you know, vibe with the most. Um, and um, yeah, no, so uh, that kind of drew me to Skullex um, in um, 2021, um, which, you know, that's how long the project's been around for. So that's when I joined as a community member because I just really liked the art um, and the community at the time. Um, fast forward to 2022, uh, I actually took over the project um, as the project manager because the previous one rugged. Yeah. And now we're here. In the <laughs> space. <laughs> right, let's fast forward a little. I mean, let's rewind a little bit. Um, yeah. so um, you you basically you hop on Ethereum, right? Um, what's what's the first thing you got? You kind of get going. Are you on Ethereum? Is the project on Ethereum or like like how'd you really you the first rug I, I minted? Is that the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was um this Hatch Draco project where it was like, you can reveal the metadata. That was the first one I got into. And I remember oh, wow. I was like going to some of my buddies with uh, to, to Montreal <laughs> at the time. I live in Toronto, but we were, we were driving to Montreal and this was like happening. I was like, oh, I'm gonna admit this. Like while we're driving to Montreal, it was, it was gross. Like, holy shit, I'm just, I, I'm up like fucking, you know, $3,000 out of nowhere. I got like three of them. <laughs> I spent like 200 bucks on it. It was crazy. Of course I held it because I was like, I trust, I trust yeah, the yeah, project. Yeah. <laughs> These project <laughs> managers would do no harm to me. <laughs> They're building for the future, <laughs> you know. So you know, lost my money there. But you know, it just kind of uh, got me into the whole space. Did you explore fun. any any other chains, or were you just strictly um, were you not Solana at all? No, I've been in in ETH Maxi 
like since ordinals kind of came out yeah. honestly yeah i've always kind of like i know especially since like skull x was there like i you know i did all of my trading with eth i was comfortable with it um you know and that you know kind of had solana had that uh kind of uh <laughs> yeah yeah oh you know and obviously this isn't true the whole like oh, it's a poor man's coin kind of thing so you're like hey, i'm gonna stay away from that realistically there's a lot of cool shit happening on solana obviously but uh you know <laughs> yeah for sure yeah yeah for sure for sure and um you know like the whole um ethereum getting kind of like into that like ethereum maxi mindset did you have like a disdain towards like bitcoin because of like how the bitcoin maxis were or were you kind of like ah, i don't pay attention to them but they don't matter yeah, I don't, you know, this was before I got super into Twitter in general. So oh, it's kind okay. of in like my own space of like, I had a few alpha groups, I had my own community that I talked to. And then, you know, I did a lot of trading with like whatever was like hyped at the time, um, you know, but I never really ventured outside of that NFT space to really see the maxis trashing on us all the time. <laughs> and yeah. like, you know, I saw obviously the right click savers. Um, that would, that oh, would yeah, have been yeah, just yeah, yeah. the funniest thing ever. But, um, you know, other than that, yeah, no, I, I, I would say that I, my thoughts towards Bitcoin back then were, why would I hold Bitcoin when I could hold ETH and it trends essentially the same? And that you could do it. way more with it at the time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Obviously, these things change with like really cool developments. Like, we'll yeah. See today, yeah. 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 You know? <laughs> All right, so let's um let's let's kind of dig in. So um we'll, we'll go back to where, where you were before you um jump into this project, Skull X. Um, you're you're just community member at this point, and then uh what 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 happens? Um yeah, the project manager rugged. Um so um yeah, he just kind of like uh, had to had a hospital visit, and then it just kind of <laughs> never yeah. came back, kind of thing. So the developer and artists were still around. We're like, well, you know, we don't really have the time to run this thing, and I was already like constantly like talking to everyone i really wanted to get into web3 in general start working in it um so i uh, i jumped on the opportunity um and you know since then we've followed through with a lot of the promises that the, the previous manager has made still working on some other stuff um but um have since you know came up with three different four different collections now on um on ordinals um I would say back in like February uh, when we first kind of caught wind of it. I, I would say I caught wind of it late January, actually. Wow. Super and early, dude. Super early. early, super early. And I thought I was like, you know, I, I've heard about counterparty NFTs and that yeah. shit doesn't do anything. Like, why do I care about this? <laughs> and then literally like a week later, you know, everyone's starting to go crazy over it. One of my other community members, um, shout out to Ape Rothko, um, he suggests he's like, dude, you know, like it, there are all these really cool projects pivoting to this. This is something like really dope we could bring our project to. So that created the Cyber Raiders, um, <laughs> which was like our first collection sub 50K. Yeah, sorry, sub 55,000. Yeah, um, that was a fucking crazy week. Like my developer, I had him up for like four days straight, just like <laughs> understanding. I didn't know any of it at all i was like and i was just trying to like get collabs together hype my community up get like all the fucking promo material going like all this other shit and like i you know this is still like before i was like super into like twitter spaces and all that other shit so you know um yeah that was a crazy time man crazy crazy time <laughs> with that being so, said with your eth developer did did he was he kind of hesitant to do it because of like the technology? And he's like, man, you can't do anything on Bitcoin. And then he, he learns a little bit more and he's like, ah, still it's not, was he kind of hesitant or was he like, yeah, bro, let's do this. Let's be pioneers. Uh, I don't, I think like it was somewhere in between because he was kind of like, um, you, you know, he's like, honestly, I, I never thought I'd be a, a Bitcoin developer. Like this was <laughs> never, this was never part of my, my plan. Um, but you know, here we are. Um, so he saw it and he was kind of just like, yeah, I was kind of like steering the ship, so to speak. So he was, um, he was just on board for doing it kind of thing. Is he still on with you? 
He is. He is. He okay. just um, he just does um, a lot of other Web2 stuff as well. So okay. he's quite busy. Um, I mean, honestly, these days there's so much tooling that like most of the stuff I can do on my own at this point, which I do. It's kind of awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> It's really great. Yeah, yeah. No, that I, you know, we just have an idea and I just need the art from our artist and boom. <laughs> yeah. I actually love that concept. You basically already had a community and you brought that community to ordinals, right? So everyone, you basically all transitioned together. You guys all learned together, which is probably a, probably one of the reasons why the project is so strong. So like what, what's, what's some of the, um, like the things you, you can, you can kind of talk about the transition from uh, maybe like the community to this was anyone hesitant anyone say oh yeah pushback totally so we launched it on eth um so we actually um we inscribed all 333 cyber raiders um and then we created redeemable tokens for it on eth which you know centralized you know i i get it um we, we just had them all we still have a bunch in custody actually um uh, because there's still people who haven't um, we created a burn to redeem function so you just had to burn the ETH one and then we would input your taproot address. It would get signed into the contract and then we would we would send it over to you. <clears throat> um, even still today, there are about, I don't know, 60 of them that are unburned. <laughs> it's still sitting on ETH and we have them in custody. Um, I would say um, we had a, at a certain point, we had a really big campaign to try and um, get people to burn them um, because uh, Essentially, we we're getting all these airdrops from from uh, um, a PTC machine. <laughs> they, they we were like part of that original virus airdrop. Um, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. So there was all these people who had these unburned uh, cyber raiders that were just like collecting airdrops. So like at a certain point, <laughs> we they they had like a virus, two lands, a huge Zbit claim, like like just like tons of shit oh yeah and like all the all the items that they released as well so but at a certain point it was like we were sending like 10 ordinals over for every single cyber raider that we would send over so it was kind of like okay we can't really do this anymore because <laughs> this is like getting ridiculous especially because at the time like the rc20s were starting to take off things yeah. was like mempool was getting a little higher so you know sending you know three thousand ordinals <laughs> yeah at the time is not necessarily the cheapest fee um but um yeah i would say that that was like a huge factor in kind of like onboarding people with this process is uh, you know just having you know this is the wallet you can use this is how to use it um you know and hey, honestly like I'm I'm happy that we I'm really happy we did it that way because it would have been really hard for a community otherwise. I mean, we launched at a time where you basically could choose between Ordinal's wallet or Sparrow. Oh. <laughs> like so yeah. it's like and you know, this is like very primitive Ordinal's wallet too. Like I think they still had seed phrases saved in the browser and stuff, like early time stuff. Um, so I'm quite happy that it, it worked out when it did. I mean, although like if we had done all done ordinals well, it would have got the pixel Pepe airdrop as well. And that would have been fucking huge too. Oh, that would have been awesome. Uh, you yeah. know? <laughs> and some people actually did because some people just add because we had the burn thing open like right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So some a ton of people did. Man, but, I wish I was here during like January, February, because I feel like there was a lot of like early in inscription airdrops. Dude. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's like those airdrops that your community were getting, most of those sound like they were like sub 100K. Is that, man, uh, maybe well, a little bit higher. The viruses, I would say, are about like the 200,000 range. Okay. Like Still, that. though, I mean, you Pretty know, that's good. not bad. And I think the ones that didn't like end up burning it over, like they probably didn't realize. I mean, because the Cyber Raiders, what's the highest, highest inscription number? 55,000 something. See, yeah. like that's awesome, you know, yeah. but at the time they probably weren't thinking like that because, you yeah. know, that wasn't like, it was probably a little narrative, but now you, you look back and you're like, man, anything sub 100 K is like, you know, you want that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, it's really crazy to think back at it because when we even did the cyber Raiders, you know, inscriptions were at like 20,000 when we like took that week to like hammer forward and do it. Um, so we just felt like so late <laughs> we were doing it. Little did we know. Um, yeah. Not early. Yeah. Really? Yeah, really. No, it was, it was just wild. Um, 
Yeah, no. And, uh, you know, I, I would say that that's like a really good, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, making your community money is like, you know, one of the best ways to solidify like floor price, yeah. um, you know, a, a sense of like community and that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, you think about like the Cyber Raiders we launched at 0.06 E, which off the top of my head, I'm not sure how much btc that is but it's it's very small amount <laughs> so they yeah. anyone who minted and a lot of these guys like minted like four or five of them you know so so they had like tons of airdrops from from btc machine they were up huge on like we we skyrocketed to like a 0.15 btc four price at one point like, just fucking crazy shit was wait nuts. wait so the side was it the cyber what's it called again sorry cyber raiders cyber raiders they were they got up to 0.15 yeah that was like the highest sale yeah okay yeah still though, and that's, I, and that's I think pretty we, awesome and when it was on the east side 3.5 eth we had one sell for it was like we yeah. were just honestly we were all taken aback like we did not expect we thought like okay this is like a cool thing that we can do i mean just before it was the open edition meta so we were like oh we'll do an open edition checks as well so so we did that and we were just like okay where can we pivot where can we try and get a little more attention because it's the kind of thing where i i mean we've just always felt like the entire project has been very underappreciated by the masses because yeah. everyone is so very much into the, the you know is there volume am i going to be trading like am i going to get a flip out of this like Let's be honest, that's most of the space, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, and my community sees a ton of value in just the artwork and collecting these things. And we have like this 10K collection that even I was like a huge collector of. It's because we like the art and how unique yeah. and cool and, you know, we fuck with it. So anyways, that we were just trying to, you know, bring it somewhere else and get a little more I, I mean and honestly that's like kind of like going with the hype cycles and doing that stuff but you know i think it brought us or brought me especially into the world of ordinals and just yeah. how incredible this is and like how it's going to i mean in my opinion change the entire world of digital collectibles like oh yeah yeah I, sure. I, I can't even look at other chains anymore man like yeah. it's crazy and you're, you're a collector like do, do, you said you're a collector do you collect like pokemon cards sports cards do you collect any of that kind of stuff or what kind of stuff when i was a kid i collected like gotcha. pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh. i would say like i was a huge world of warcraft player gotcha um, played like 10 years of my life <laughs> <laughs> so um and that was something that i did and i just collected all sorts of shit like mounts yeah. or transmogs or whatever you know yeah. and um when the nft space kind of i got into that i was like oh okay i really like this <laughs> that, that's basically what you're doing in world of warcraft you're collecting digital stuff and then you're you're getting it early to sell it later for more money it's exactly what you're doing here exactly so you kind of fell into something that you were kind of already doing which is pretty awesome that's why i'm so bullish on the nft space in general i think that yeah. like that and like you know I, I as much as video games might not work out with ordinals i think in general that, that like there's a huge intersection of of you know nfts and video games that yeah it just hasn't been taken advantage of and i think it's going to bring so many eyes on the space in general it's, crazy <laughs> yeah. i mean like, look at the early days go ahead okay. i was no, gonna say was look at the like, early, just, early just... days of the internet <laughs> of the internet <laughs> like in the early 2000s um you look at like even like some of these social sites like myspace and stuff like that and like how much that developed into something that was like eventually facebook and instagram to where it's on our, we can do it all on our phone like myspace when it first came out had to be on pc so that's where i think like the evolution of DeFi, crypto nfts this whole world 10 years down the road is going to be something that we're just like what the hell like i never thought we would be like so oh, immersed yeah. into it you know for sure for sure you know there was something that someone said i don't even remember who and it was the idea that um at a certain point like we're going to be trading these um, digital assets through crypto and we're just not even going to realize that it's crypto and i think once we get to that point you know just your average consumer because it has such a negative connotation to it nft crypto i mean ordinal doesn't yet because no one knows what it is <laughs> but but you know in general though like you you know any of my like boomer friends that you know trade in like traditional stock markets and 
buy call options and whatever else they they're like like why would i why would i ever get into that like i don't i don't understand like what yeah. <laughs> there's no liquidity there's no anything i'm like <laughs> like well you're not wrong but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah totally yeah, totally so so basically um in 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 the beginning you um you you really took took a chance right because this old stuff it could have just fell apart and um what was there was it like a huge risk do you think do you, do you remember like it being like fuck is is this the right thing to do because you were just saying i mean all you had was shit wallets right oh we got him again uh, he got him <laughs> screenshot it quickly <laughs> <laughs> Where, where'd, where'd you guys left, leave or off? Did you? Uh, no, no, wallets. Yeah. You, All right. You, so, so, yeah. so basically, you guys didn't have the right wallets. You made a huge risk. Was that ever on your mind, or was it, was it just like we can always fall back to ETH? Yeah, it was just that. Yeah, that's exactly it. We just figured like it. You know, we're an ETH project, and <clears throat> you know, this is like a, a cool little like side thing that we can do, and um, it's not necessarily going to be the direction of what's happening, and <clears throat> but you know, obviously. <laughs> Now I am like ordinals, 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 ordinals. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I will buy all of them and do all of the things with them. No, dude, honestly, like I just, the only thing I think about like all the time is just how we can pivot like so many things to yeah. ordinals. Like we have, we have a ton of collections. Um, like our first Genesis collection um, that our artists just, so our artist started this project on his own. He just, started dropping these pixel skulls on open sea. So we have this entire, like our Genesis collection on open sea, the open sea contract or, or whatever, um, really bad. <laughs> Anyways, we're trying to think of ways to pivot that. If you can get where I'm, I'm going with that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we, we have that 10K collection. We had this other collection that's like a, a fusion utility with the 10K. Um, maybe I can give a bit of alpha with that. We're thinking of bringing that over as well. Nice. Um, just, yeah, any, anything we can do to like create more value out of our art and our digital assets for our holders. I think that's the best way forward. And that's, you know, just what we're looking at. How long were you project, uh, manager before you came to ordinals? About four months. I would say, man, what an amazing thing to fall into your lap, not fall into your lap. I got to, I got to give you credit for finding sure. it, but like how it worked out is like, man, it like really, cause you're, you kind of solidified your place in ordinals as well. Everybody knows you as Knox. That's, that's huge, right? Because you want to have that community presence within the bigger community that's around your community. Right. So totally. I, I think that, but, but, uh, did you were you kind of like wow this is going really good like things are going well or do you feel like oh now i don't know what to do next <laughs> well i mean no i i think that once we saw the success of cyber raiders um we were like that was very much on my mind i'm like okay this is cool we got to keep doing stuff with this um so we're like okay what's the next thing that we can do i mean obviously inscription numbers aren't really a thing anymore who cares um, uh, that, that was when I was talking like at like 300,000 or something like that. So obviously yeah. like sub 1 billion is a thing now people care about it, but, um, but, uh, you know, the idea was with hell raiders, um, is that we would use special sats as well as inscription numbers to create kind of this unique narrative with the, with the collection. Um, so that was a pretty actual i'll tell you guys that story too that's uh that's a wild one because um my developer and i again <laughs> stayed up i actually stayed up with him this time we stayed up for like three nights is that um, when you try to hit the inscription number that's right so yeah. we tried to inscribe the entire 666 collection in the 666,000 range we hit about 480 of them into it and, and we got 600 and 66,666 as well as 666,999 <laughs> so really cool. so that's why like that was like a big thing with like the inscription oh, yeah. numbers oh yeah yeah i remember that i remember i was you. like yeah. i was like oh fuck like this i mean at the end of the day the art is there the narrative's there but like we really spent some time trying to make sure that this was like part of the narrative of this collection 
sixes, you know, you know, yeah. uh, um, we actually also <clears throat> got a bunch of sats mined on 06, 06, 2016. So 83 of the collection are on those sats actually as well. So not necessarily like rare sats, but just like adding to the narrative. It would have been really cool if we could have done the whole collection on it. But this was at like a, I would say like an early-ish time for inscribing on specific sats. Like literally, I don't know, three days, four days before we figured out how to do it. <laughs> and like, and my dad was like making, his name is Oob. I should just say his name, Oob. <laughs> um, he, he was... Um, he was making UTXOs of these things. And it was like, it was like getting to a point where like, Oh shit, <laughs> we're getting real close to the number. <laughs> like He's got to keep going. And then we decided to do um, just do 66 of them. Cause that, you know, mm. that, would, that makes it the 66 rares. Um, but we fucked up actually. <laughs> and, and we use some of the 666 sats in the gas transactions as well. Oh. So we just randomly went on them. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, but it was like a kind of like a happy accident because we yeah. I initially thought we were only gonna get like 28 of them or something like that. We ended up with 83. So we we're like, yeah, that's pretty dope. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> so would that complete that specific collection, or is that just like a subset of it to where those are gonna be kind of more premium? Yeah, I'm I mean, like Hell Raiders, um, I, I would say are, are are premium in a different way. I, I they're not like it's just like part of like the a different narrative. I would say like I mean, largely the market doesn't value them as much just because they're a larger collection. Um but um uh, yeah, no, I think that in general we are just trying to expand on the idea of these raiders. <laughs> um yeah. uh, you know, uh, we have our, we just announced the next one we're doing with that as well uh cursed raiders which are all on block 666 all minus negative 666 though can you get negative six, oh, wait. block negative six <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, block, but but the inscriptions are going to be cursed they're right? all cursed they're, they're all okay. they're all inscribed they're really cool so i i don't know it's just we're, we're just trying to take things to another level each time things are developing in interesting ways we didn't even have i mean there we had the idea of recursion when we did hell raiders but it wasn't implemented yet yeah <clears throat> but now we have recursion um so we utilize that as well with this collection um so block 666 cursed inscription numbers um we also have on-chain metadata with it which is really cool you just click right on it and you can see um the specific rarity of that curse raider as well as like all of its traits awesome um, which is just a fun little thing that you can. Why like, don't more is, collections do that? <laughs> this is what I'm saying, man. Like they, these are like, you know what? Honestly, like recurse recursion in general, I think is something that's very like you have to have like a kind of like a big brain to like come up with like stupid things like that. You know, yeah. like but they just make sense. And I think like once you know you're gonna start seeing more people do these things, and then it's just gonna kind of kind of become a norm. It's not gonna really be a novelty anymore. Um, but, you know, just as you progress, you know, it, there's just so much that is being built with the Ordinals Protocol in general and so much that we can, like, build narrative out of um, and create unique assets that, you know, will give value to both our brand and our holders. I Like, something else we did with that is we created um, uh, generative animations for each, each one. So we actually created a, a – we uploaded a GIF library which we call to, um, and that loads in, uh, whenever you control click on one of the curse Raiders, it loads in a random animation every time, which is just like, oh, cool. like a really interesting little, like, okay, we got generative art on these things now too. <laughs> this isn't just awesome. a PFP collection. <laughs> yeah. but that's why I love ordinals is because these things that you're talking about, they're narratives that are created based on arbitrary data that's connected with the history of Bitcoin, right? Totally. So you can do, you can create your own narratives on Ethereum through a smart contract, but it doesn't go unilaterally across like the whole space. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have to create totally. your own world over there and you can do so. But this, that's why I think it's, it, this what separates ordinals from the rest of the NFT space is that, man, there's, there's so much, there's like a, universal standard for certain things that's makes it more rare you know and yeah. that collectors oh. love that 
Yes, yes. And speaking even as like a collector, I saw this and I'm like, dude, this is badass. We have multi-layered rarity now. Yes. We have, you know, the, the whatever in the collection. We have sats. We have inscription numbers. We have like, you know, different things that we can use like Persian or whatever. Like just so many cool things and uh, to explore with that. Like, you know, having something like block 666, which uh, by the way, is actually like incredibly lucky that it even exists and is tradable. Because if you look at like the first thousand blocks, I think like 90% of them are just locked away forever, yep. <laughs> which is just insane to think about. Yep. <laughs> and like yeah, 420 blocks is not, yeah, won't yeah. ever be a thing. No, you can't get, I mean, unless Satoshi comes back from the grave, but that would be <laughs> bad, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, and, and, you know, a lot of people talk about how, okay, there's a hundred million of these things or more, I think even in the first thousand, because it was like 50 Bitcoin mined or something. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's just such a cool thing. I don't know. It's so cool to be able to like, and even like the dates, like what we did with the, the hell Raiders, like. I think that uh, I just saw that Erin with um, uh, with the uh, astronomy thing that she did. They, she inscribed something on the same date that the astrological thing represented or something along those lines. But just like being able to do that is just blows away anything you could ever do with yep. an ETH NFT or a Solana NFT. It just it doesn't even come close. Yep. And it's on the biggest and best blockchain ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you yep. guys tell I'm a little bullish or is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so you guys have an amazing project, right? And do, do you have any, any, um, maybe like coming from a world of Warcraft background, any, any gaming type things coming or maybe any ideas of it? So we actually, um, are really big on puzzles. Um, so we actually wrote up a whole six chapter story. It's just kind of like a, um, uh, you know, a click and play through and you can kind of explore a map and you have to essentially solve a puzzle for each chapter. Um, so that was like a really cool thing that um, our, our community member Grimwolf uh, did. Huge shout out to him. He's a fucking legend. Um, he like literally like learned how to do this shit and just went away at it. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this because I just want to contribute. And, you know, so that was really cool. He worked with a guy who usually uh, uh, does our lore. And um, yeah, so we have this full six chapter little game that goes into the lore of the Raiders universe. Um, it goes to the, the story of, of, um, of, the, of the Cyber Raiders picks, Hex and Crash and how they discover the Hell Raiders. So just like building like the lore in that way doing just cool fun things i mean we don't we're not we don't think that we're triple a game studios and we have no yeah. intentions of ever competing with that in any way but i do think that if you can provide interesting uh you know tidbits of value like that um you know for your holders to kind of get immersed in the world and imaginative themselves um that's something that's like a really cool little a bonus that just you know it just makes people strong like more strongly connected to what they're collecting yeah would, would you ever consider like um teaming up with uh like a, a let's just say a single a gaming studio uh, potentially potentially um you know i think our main focus is kind of just scaling out the brand more than anything um gotcha. we feel like we have this niche um there's not really a whole lot of like dark kind of arts style ordinals nfts in general um you know and that's a huge market there's a lot of people that are really into that there's a ton of metalheads out there that love that shit <laughs> you know so uh, it's something that we really want to you know hone into and tap into and use that whole uh, idea of like the nerdy kind of thing as well because we all are kind of nerds um <laughs> with with uh you know gaming etc and that kind of stuff so yeah. i mean yeah i mean maybe we would we'd partner with a you know another game studio it's possible um i wouldn't say it's on our list of priorities right now though gotcha yeah. i think that's that's smart that that approach because you know, really getting your project branded is is the most important thing, actually, because if you think about like long term success for these NFTs, look at the largest ones that had that success. They're, they were branded very well. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes it might take a little bit longer because, like you said, 
it's, it might be niche like you guys, you know, it's more the, the metalhead style communities. But um, the longer that you stay at it, that will grow and then your brand will grow in that. And that's where I actually see the future of NFTs and ordinals is merch and stuff like that, that combines back into the digital asset. And then at that point, when you have enough capital and you have advisors and stuff, then maybe a AAA gaming company or somebody will come in and say, hey, we want to make a yeah. game with you. And then you can just say if it's for you or not, you know, um, sure. but I don't know. That's just my perspective on it. No, no. And it's a really good perspective to have, honestly, because realistically, like, I, I mean, royalties are something that have like been a controversial topic in general. Like, you, you know, you'll have your initial kind of op like initial coin offering essentially with your mint, um, uh, you know, and that'll get you some funding. But, you know, you have to figure out how to fund everything with that how are you going to make this into a functioning business and realistically you can't just keep offloading more nfts onto your yeah, holders right not good no <laughs> no you're just going to dilute everything uh, um so you know i very much look up to like uh luca nets and and frank with what they're doing um and i foresee you know something uh, very much along those lines for what we're building i mean we have such a unique um uh, you know little corner of the internet where uh, you know we have something that that brands want more than anything else and that's that like cult followers right yeah. and you just get like cult followers like that in, in web3 like people are just like yeah i want to throw this on twitter everywhere i'm gonna use it as my pfp i'm gonna yeah, print out shirts of it i'm gonna do all this other shit because i fucking love it like i love it um so it, you have this unique opportunity to kind of build backwards, <laughs> kind of, uh, you know, you you kind of build the brand from that, you know, leveraging that cult following in a huge way, which I think is so cool. 100%. I agree. Yeah. I mean, everything you said pretty much hit the nail on the head. I feel like uh, we've, we've obviously interviewed um, several project founders and the, the ones that we've seen that have the strongest communities, first of all, they're, they're showing up every day like you do. Um, and they're trying to think of new ways to be able to benefit their community. And, and that is not easy, man. It's not. Cause like, like you said, you know, you, you, you dropped an amazing collection, everybody's happy. And then eventually they're going to be like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And yeah. you have to be the one that comes up with that idea, you yeah. know? So it's challenging, but that's why you're probably in it. It's because you like challenges, right? So yeah, it's weird. It's a bit of a masochistic thing. I think honestly, <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's like nonstop pressure and it, just from all sides all the time. But uh, yeah, it is, it is weirdly fun and I'm very passionate about it. And uh, I don't know, it's one of the kind of thing where like, since I came as a community member, like a lot of these people are my friends yeah. You know, yeah. that I'm supporting. So I want to do good for them, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a tough thing to balance though. Right. Cause I mean, you only have so much treasury, you only have yeah. so many things and like, you have to figure out a way to constantly grow really. Um, and balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's really, it's really, really tough and definitely not for everybody. <laughs> I'll yeah. say that. But I mean, we can do cool things like we can give back um, and really interesting. Like our Cursed Raiders collection is being uh, is going to be a completely free airdrop. So nice. So, you know, uh, anyone who owns two Hell Raiders and one Cyber Raider is going to get one. And then we're handpicking everyone else outside of the community or who can't maybe afford a Cyber Raider to, to give them one as well. So, yeah, gotcha. just really cool shit and just benefits to, to the people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So th th there's new new technology every day, right? There's BRC totally. 420s, there's tap, there's rune, there's uh, pipe, right? There's new shit every day. You this had a gut DM. feeling about ordinals, right? Yeah, exactly. You had a gut feeling about ordinals. Does anything else give you that gut feeling? Are you, are you looking at anything? Maybe maybe the royalties on BRC 420s? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's it's really tough. There's just so much, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really interested in. Uh, you know, the core, you know, development, I would say in ordinals, um, yeah. things like parent child, um, <clears throat> things like, um, uh, uh, I was going to say it, uh, reinscription reinscription, I think is something that no one is taking advantage of at all yet. Um, 
and I'm definitely going to be doing some stuff with that. Like I just yeah. think there's so many, I won't get too much off on that, but, <laughs> but, but I think that that like, you know, just doing, being able to like create cool things with the tech that, you know, it's just not available anywhere else is, is more than my gut feeling. And you know what I, I would say in general, and this is something I say a lot. And I think that there's a very solid speculation that in April we have the having miners are going to lose half of their revenue. Essentially um, they need a way to pump transaction fees. What's a great way to do that? Us. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're that? waving at them, right? Yeah, use, really. us. use us. Well, they, they know though. They know, I mean, you know, cause they're, uh, their fees when the BRC 20 craze, I think was in June, I want to say um, they had three times the revenue they did the previous. Oh yeah. Which is just like insane. Like you say that to a, a comp three, like 300% of the revenue you made last year. What, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I, I, you know, I know that like companies obviously like Luxor who are on the main stage all the time. But there yeah. are also a ton of other ones that are actually like researching things as well. Like I know Hive, I believe, yeah. is one that's like creating their own collection, which yep. is like so cool. Yeah. We have other companies that are uh, separating uncommons now out of, out of block rewards, right? Uh, yeah. Like, so anyways, I, I think that on the general level, um, we're in an extremely leveraged position for these multi billion dollar companies to be investing back into this ecosystem and making it flourish in, in an enormous way that we can't even comprehend. hundred percent. I agree with <laughs> you. And, um, and, and, you know, to be honest, we, we all joke about the laser eyes, right. And yeah. I think that we really honestly haven't gotten that much shit from them. If you want to be honest, right? We, there, there's some that like definitely they'll jump into a spaces and try to like just talk over us and tell us how stupid we are, but not as much as I expected to be honest. Like they definitely went after like every other chain, every other EVM chain in 2020, 2021, way harder than they're going after ordinals. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that these large mining companies have a lot of money and they have pool within the politics within Bitcoin. And so a lot of these maxis that are not normally trying to shred people, you know, that aren't, hey, you need to hold your Bitcoin for 10 years and send it to your Uncle Bob. And that's all you can do. You know what I mean? Like that that's not happening as much as I expected. So I'm I'm on board with you. I think the miners are going to realize that there's this huge industry of opportunity with the rare sats, with the volume, with you know like even ordinals maybe they get into ordinal collections and stuff like that so oh, sure. i'm excited for it for sure i mean i wouldn't be surprised to see some of these companies like creating like you know funds for like ordinals or something like uh, kind of like uh, ryan carson who created one and you know just something to pump the market and drive hype it's just general like as sad as this is pumponomics but yeah. like <laughs> you know but the truth, like, like they're going to be end result is they're going to make a ton of fucking money, <laughs> you know, and we will, too, because we're here. We're early. Uh, we see how these systems function. We see how we can derive value from the tech, um, you know, so I, I think that's going to be something that uh, we're all going to be able to take advantage of in a really amazing way. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I, I agree. And to your point, um, you brought up Hive and um, uh, the CEO, Frank, he actually owns an airline. I think it's Delta wow. or one of those. So um, he I, he was actually on a stock show and I heard him talking and he was basically saying that he could do things with, with these things called ordinals. He was explaining to these stock guys what ordinals were. And that got me so bullish, so bullish. Dude. I'm trying to find his last name. I think it's Frank Holmes. He's He owns an airline and he owns a Hive, Hive, uh, Hive Miner. I want to uh, see that. Yeah, I, I'll, cool. I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, it was, um, it was on Benzinga up. pre-market prep. And uh so I, I, I usually watch out to get my stock news in the morning and stuff, but yeah, it's, um, but that got me. So, but that's exactly to your point. Like, you know, these guys, you know, are in this man. And I, they're, I bet they're you those wall money. street guys though, were probably like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Ordinal? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, they, they were listening because he was bringing, he was talking about Bitcoin, you know, in 2016, 2017, when Bitcoin was like four, three, three, four thousand. So they're yeah. listening now. 
So well, I, I, I definitely see a huge, a huge in, in, impact coming. So it's all about the people who are talking about this stuff, you know, exactly. like if it's if it's someone like Warren Buffett who comes out all of a sudden and starts saying, <laughs> you know, yeah, whoa, there's something here, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the flock will follow every time. Right. Well, uh, we don't need Warren Buffett. We need we like like Paul Tudor Jones, you sure. know, a guy who wants to pump his Bitcoin bag, you know, uh, Michael Saylor coming out with something that puts um your title of your car on the blockchain you know or I th- whatever i think you so. need to worry about it if like jamie diamond comes out and says something good about ordinals because then you know that sneaky bastard's got stuff <laughs> you know he's yeah. try- he's like well, he- trying to get people to lose a lot of money or something yeah he wouldn't though right because no. he, wa- he likes he wants to do it all through jpm coin right he wants yeah. to control it and on something like evm you can control something like bitcoin you know once it's once it's on the blockchain it's on there forever you can't erase it well, I think that's why uh, BlackRock sees all the value in it as well, right? Because yep. it's like, well, I mean, how are we going to control this thing? <laughs> if this exactly. gets out of our hands, like, what are we going to do? <laughs> and But they, they also see it as the coin, right? We see it as is, it's a chain that sells block space, right? That's all it does for us. Like, the coin is, is something that pays the miners. That's incentive to run the network. But the actual block space that sells to the highest bidder is what we are all in this for right now, right? I mean, I want the coins. To the <laughs> <laughs> as many bitcoins as I could have. <laughs> well, the blo- the block. I think the blocks. No, yeah, important, right? yeah. So. I agree with you in terms of like what we're doing here, like what Knox and the community and what they're building and recursion, all yeah. the stuff. It has definitely like opened our minds and 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 brought in this new world of block spaces, so much more valuable than we ever could have imagined, right? Um, because now, like even this like single satoshis that we're inscribing, like. A million supply to- BRC token on like that is a Satoshi that one single Satoshi, even though it might not be worth a ton, is still backing those BRC 20s. Right. So it's come to like where the liquidity is actually here. We're inscribing on it. And when Bitcoin's a million dollars, you know, like however long that is in the future, that single Satoshi will be a little chunk of change. I don't know sure. how much. Yeah, that. man. Well, hey, you know, so many people don't know that, um, you know, each each um, uh, ordinal you own is is made up of a UTXO as well. Yeah. And most of these early UTXOs used about 10,000 sats. So, <laughs> you know, that's a little uh, bonus prize, too. Like if you can get one yeah. with like you can unpack it. And now you have, uh, you know, just a ton of <laughs> extra sats that you've gotten from nothing <laughs> right yeah um but you know and i think that's another even like a bullish perspective on this whole thing as well we're essentially locking up liquidity yeah <laughs> you know we <laughs> you know we're making this harder to get i mean and i believe I, I did the math i think it's over like 100 bitcoin at this point is just locked being that i was actually talking to shizzy about that i was like yeah. at bitcoin eco like the bitcoin ecosystem grows and how each Satoshi is going to be used, we're essentially like making Bitcoin deflationary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. I got to look this up now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should remember like 35 million times about 546. So that's very... Uh, I'm holding up your show here. <laughs> oh, you're good. All good, man. This is a great. No, this is a great thing, though. I'm, I'm actually writing a Twitter post right now because I want to make sure yeah. I save this. <laughs> On, in a very, a very uh, 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 conservative. conservative estimate, 191 Bitcoin is locked in ordinals right now, which is that's fucking crazy. insane. That's insane in a bear market, and that's a conservative yeah. estimate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This and that crazy. you know what that. That doesn't even include all the UTXOs we've been creating about of rare sats as well. So now we have all the uncommons that we can add into there. We have all the, you know, the palindromes that we're separating, everything. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. No, this, this stuff is, is going to, it's going to do numbers. That's all I can say. <laughs> and we're here for it. All. We're here for it all. We sure are. <laughs> all right. It was great talking to you, man. Um, this is part of the show where we kind of give you the stage. Um, you can talk to our, our community, your community. You can use the stage for um, whatever you want. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. No. Um, so Skullex is here, man. We're building. We, we're going to just keep going. Um, we love our community. We love the art we're putting out. 
Um, Cursed Raiders, um, as the next collection we're dropping, is completely free. It's an airdrop. We're giving them to people who are just interested. So if you want one, you can just even hop onto one of my tweets and say, hey, I really want one. And I'll probably consider you because I just want to onboard new people and, and hang out with, with cool, like-minded individuals. So that's what we're working on right now. And, um, you know, they won't. it's not even close to the last thing that we're dropping. So uh, well, there's a lot more to come. And uh, that's it. I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate you, man. And, and, and hey, Knox, I, I really want one. <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah. He's trying, he's trying to do the, the backdoor deal over here. <laughs> I, I did it live. I did it live. Right? Like, it live. Okay. Yeah, hmm. Wow. Maybe I'll consider <laughs> that then. I don't know. No, we really appreciate hey, having you on. And uh, we're, we're going to put all of Knox's uh, and Skolek's contact info in the description. And definitely check this guy out. Go follow him on Twitter. Join the Twitter spaces. Uh, and he, he you know, frequently joins ours. So on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time, uh, you might be able to catch him in there, ask him some questions. And, um, you know, if he's down, we'll definitely have you back for a, a round two. Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very much. A, it was a great conversation. I really sure, like talking man. to you guys. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. See you now. Yep. Have a good one. Well, amazing conversation. I really appreciate him coming on, man. He, you know, these guys they they come on, they use their own time to come on and 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 talk to us, man. It's it's absolutely amazing. And the conversations are always, you know, especially this one was top notch. Really got all the questions that um, answered that that I had. Yeah, yeah, and um, pretty much what I expected, you know, from Knox, like uh, class act and just comfortable talking to him. So. You know, yeah. I, I definitely recommend you listeners to, to join the spaces on Saturday morning. Um, he does definitely jump in there frequently. Um, and I'm excited to see what what he's got going, you know, like for the for the next next rounds of, of, of drops and stuff like that. And excited, excited, excited. So this is why we're in ordinals because of founders like this. You know, what I mean, um, yes. and we want to bring them to you guys and we appreciate y'all for listening. But make sure you follow uh, Nux and Skullex and, yeah. you know ask any questions that you have so yep and and like he's part of the base community just like us and either he's a, a lot of times you can find him on in the ordinal support desk uh with those guys so if you, you can always hop in there i'm sure if he will answer any questions for you right there but yeah it was absolutely amazing conversation and again an, another amazing community member that um this space has really brought and kept you know that's the hardest part like it he's they the space has kept him around someone like him who's building who's a really intelligent person and i think we're going to get more and more of them so i'm so bullish on the space and people like knox so yeah for sure and so you know from just listening to our conversation just now if you're still here you're in ordinals you've made it keep hanging Definitely. on we're almost there we're almost there yep all right guys please hit the like please hit the subscribe hit the little bell icon we put up videos almost every single day we try our best but uh we appreciate you guys for listening watching if you if you can't if you can't watch you can definitely listen we're on apple we're on spotify please give those a try we appreciate you guys and thanks peace peace